Hi, my name is Pastor TC, and I am a pastor. I'm a streamer. I predominantly stream everything. Right now, we're currently streaming Apex. That is, the, I guess you could say, my game that I'm maining right now. And we're grinding to masters. And <laughs> we will be playing that later on. So expect a very long stream. But usually on Sunday, we take some time and we talk about the Bible. We talk about God. We have real transparent moments. I'm a transparent guy. <laughs> so if you're here for perfection, well, I think you might be in the wrong spot. But if you're here to see how a man of God grows, how a Christian can grow in the midst of tribulations and trials, I think this is the perfect place for you. I think you're going to get something really good out of it. And that's why... We do this, and we open this up, because this is pretty much my discipleship throughout the week. So, this to me is like another day where I'm just opening up to everyone here, where you guys get to um, experience. I realized I was like, look to the side. The, the camera's right here, so I'm used to looking here. So, forgive me if you just be like, what is this guy looking at? Um, but, um, yeah, that's what we're usually doing. So, um, I'll start off with my week. First off, I was on vacation for a whole week, and... I almost think five days almost. As it was five days. You might say five days. And it was incredible. Me and my wife went to San Diego. Me and Miss TC went to San Diego to LA. And we didn't want to come back. <laughs> it was such a good vacation. I have a best friend out there. Shout out to my bestie. And we had a ball. She took us around the city. We went to beaches. We had so much stuff. If you want to see that stuff. Um, have a lot of posts of it on Instagram, so if you want to see how it was, we just had a good time. It was a good time, refreshing. And while I was out there, season ten dropped, and I was like, "There's going to be a problem." I'm seeing this new character, and I'm also seeing these new weapons, and I got grind to masters. My first time doing it, and um, yeah, so I, I kind of blocked out because I wanted to enjoy my vacation. So I just got back um, on um, this um, last Friday, and. I was like, bro, <laughs> I don't know if I want to be in Denver. This, where are we? Where are we at, kind of? <laughs> you know, but it was good to be back. Nonetheless, we made it back. Uh, oh, you made it home? Glad you made it home, Lady Leos. Glad you made it home safely. By the way, how are you doing, ma'am? Um, but yeah, that was great. And yeah, um, I can't really complain. I was so rusty yesterday playing this game, and we'll talk about that later on the stream. I'm going to share another transparent moment with you guys. As you guys be catching them on stream, I'm you know I'm not ashamed to say when I'm wrong about something, and I'm not, I'm not ashamed to you know to grow up. So, but for the most part, amazing week, amazing week coming back. Church was amazing today, man. Um, really, the Lord's moving on me to start making music again, and our church is doing that. We're talking about writing, and I just am really excited to do that. So that this is good to be back at church. Had such an amazing time. Glad to be spending time here, and that was my week. What's up with you, man? How was your week going? Hey, man, um, um I didn't have as exciting a week as you did. <laughs> um, we were stuck here in Colorado, uh, enjoying the regularness. Oh, oh, <laughs> Not the regularness. Uh, while, oh, you, while you had the <laughs> the the funness, the, beach. um, the beaches, and <laughs> you know, food and exploration of stuff and. No, we um uh had a good week. It was kind of laid back, relaxed. Um, not much going on. Um, trying to get some things together. Uh, getting ready for a Bible study. Getting ready for parenting class. You know, getting ready for all the all the stuff that we do. Um, so I I don't think there was anything too eventful this week. It kind of 
went by just like a blur. And here we are. Um, last week, uh, we had the uh, stream. Uh, we went live to YouTube uh, for our stream uh, without you. So we oh. had uh, we had two thirds of the group. With and YouTube. so, yeah, yeah, oh. we went live to YouTube. Um, let them know that you were on vacation celebrating anniversary and birthday. But we had to keep the thing going. We had to keep keep rolling. So um, okay. we did the podcast on the anchor, and we did uh, the podcast on live on YouTube. It was it, it went well. Good. I definitely, definitely enjoyed it. Well, man, it seems like Lady Leo's has some um, announcement. So I meant to let you know sooner, but some things came up, and I had to pray my depression away. There's nothing more powerful than confronting anxiety and depression with the presence Amen. of the Lord. I had to do it on the flight. <laughs> I was talking about my flying experience, and I am so scared of flying. I probably have so many panic attacks, but I want to tell you something, y'all. The peace of the Lord is real. His yes. peace is real. It got me to that flight. God will send help. Yeah. Okay. So he was in hell. I was having a major attack on the plane. I'm fighting my way. I'm praying. And I'm like, God help me. I just got to God help me. Because I, I ran out of words. And next thing you know, lay cross from me as a Christian comes over. Are you okay? Let me pray for you. Man. And begins to speak God's word over me. And God will do it. So there's nothing more powerful than, you know, confronting anxiety and depression. Because God is king. And he has given us, through his spirit... The ability to overcome those things. And I love it. To yeah. deliver us from those things. So it's powerful. So that's good. That's good. That's good. Oh, I got KG in the building. What's up, man? I'm doing all right. How you doing, sir? How's it going? So, guys, we're going. We're just going to jump into this thing. Um, <laughs> so give you some context about this title that you're looking at. It's Lusting a Sin. So I, I struggle with lust. And... <laughs> Well, I say this, it's not all sexual. Right. But one of them is, I do struggle sexually, and I've been really, uh, we have this thing on every Thursday with men, Soba, and it's been amazing. We just, we talk more than about sexual things. I think we talk about men, like, yeah. everything. And it's really good, man. I'm like, I love Thursdays. I was sad I missed a couple. But, man, we talk about everything, but I've realized lust is not just sexual. Yeah. And so I was talking about my little rage fit. <laughs> and now I'm not, I guess I'm less shameful about it because now we were talking. <laughs> right. <laughs> my rage fit that I had recently about getting in town, grinding the masters on Apex, and streaming and how streaming itself is frustrating. And I had this moment where I was upset. Um, let's see. So I meant to say, pray for my depression in isolation away. Okay. Well, I'm going a, I'm to a pray for you. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to pray that God gives you the strength and the grace because you have the ability to fight that. So I'm going to do, do you what, what's been, what was done for me. I have prayer warriors encouraging me to fight. Because, yeah, it's good for people to pray for you. Mm -hmm. But I want to empower you today. To stand up to your depression, anxiety, and believe me, it's not just—it may not just be a one-time thing. You might have to fight until you get like free. I want—I want to put a fire in you that when this thing comes against you, 
you see that it's trying to overtake your life in God, and that's trying to punk you. I want you to think about this thing as an enemy mm. that is robbing you. You know, I think when we're first caught in the clutches, I know I kind of switched topics, so bear with me, guys. But when you're in the clutches, the clutches of anxiety and depression, it feels like it rules your life. It feels like you can't do nothing. And be honest with you, it feels okay because you're so scared of it. But you got to realize mentally that anxiety and depression is robbing you. Robbing you from being courageous in God and doing the things that God's called you to do. Robbing you for relationships that the God's placed you in and, and things that the calling to be called out from the world and, and to, to do what God's called is robbing you. So I, I want I want to say that because I want you to look at it and say, okay, you're not going to rob me no more. And when that comes, I'm going to pray, but I want you to think about that every time you're having something happen to you. That's how I deal with my anxiety. Mm-hmm. Every time something happens to you, I'm like, you're, you're not going to punk me. Mm-hmm. You're, 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 you know, that's my word. You're, you're, you're not going to make me miss this moment in God. You're not going to make me miss any moment. And I, I, this is current events. I'm on this plan. Like, you're not going to make me take away something that God's trying to give me, which is rest. You know, I got with my, with my apostle right here. First lady was like, you need rest. You need a vacation. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not going to let this moment stop me from getting what God has for me. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you so mean me because you know how we are. We're about we. You know, but in a personal sense, I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna let that happen. So, I'm a fight. I'm not gonna lay down and just take this. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm talking about. So let me pray for you, lately else. So, dear God, right now, in the name of Jesus, Lord, Lord, you tell us first off if we pray, Father God, we pray. And let our supplications be known before you, Father God. You say your word, God. You will give us peace, Father God. Your peace, not mine, not ours, God. It's your peace, God. That surpasses all understanding, God. And Lord, I love it that your peace doesn't have to make sense, God. That I'll have to reason with it, God. I just have to receive it, God. And so, Lord, you also tell us, God, to be thankful. So, God, we're thankful for your peace, God. We're thankful right now for your peace of God to lay Leosa to where she's at right now. God, we thank you for your peace. And, God, you tell us, God, the next thing, Lord, I love about your word. Lord, you tell us, Lord, if we keep our minds stayed on you, God, you said in your word that you will keep us in perfect peace because we have made you our trust, God. So, Lord, I pray right now that lay Leo will trust you, God, not what she's seeing, not what she's feeling, not the current circumstances that are about to happen that have not even materialized yet not even past things God the Lord she put her trust completely in you God the Lord she will not be be torn apart about future lies and events that are not even going to take place God but Lord she put her future her, her life in your hands God knowing Lord that you're able and Lord knowing that you're worthy Father God to, to keep things in order God knowing that you're worthy Father God to keep us our mind, our body, God. I pray her complete trust will be in you, God. And Lord, I pray, Lord, that she will she will rise against her anxiety and her depression, God. That will cause her to separate from others, God. For Lord, you have called her out, God, to be a to be a priest, a royal priesthood, God, a chosen generation, God. And Lord, the devil wants to keep her away from connecting with others, God, because Lord, when we disconnect from others, Lord, we, we're not effective as a body, God. So Lord, I pray you, courage and the power of the Holy Spirit, Father God. 
to engage God, to go against her fears and say, you're not going to do this to me, Lord. You're not going to cause me to separate. You're not going to cause me to forsake the brotherhood of God, forsake the assembly of the brotherhood. You're not going to cause me to separate. I'm going to come together, God. So I pray your grace right now, Lord, upon her, God, that your grace, Father God, will come upon her, God. In the moments, Lord, where she's feeling anxious, in the moments, Lord, where she's feeling depressed, that you will rise up in her. And that, Lord, she will fight. So, Lord, I just thank you, Father God. I pray she will have no condemnation, God. Lord, sometimes fighting just might be barely getting a couple words on prayer, God. Until, Lord, she, she gets the utterance of fire to fully pray and combat the situation. I pray she wouldn't put limitations on how she combats this, God. But she put her trust in you. And I say these things in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. amen. So, all right. <laughs> so... You got to get that in, man. So I'm praying that for I'm rooting for you. You got this. If you need me, you know you can hit me up on Discord. You know me personally, so you can hit me up anytime. And I'm just going to do, like I said, what people done for me. I'm I'm just going to I'm root you on. I'm like the dude in the corner of the ring. Mm. You can knock him out. You can knock that depression out. You can, I, I'm going to root you on. I'm, I'm, I'm going to start that fire in you. You're going to fight that thing, right? That's what he did for me. I remember one time I was seeing the group of him. I mean, to bring me into it, right? But we were in this thing, and I was up here having some type of attack in the disciple. And he started praying. This man coming down like fire. I'm like, and he, he, he paused. He said, what you doing? I said, what you mean? He said, he said you need to pray. He said, we going to pray till you get that fire. Until you... You want to fight this thing. And so I'm just going to pass on. That's what's been passed on to me. And I just want to impart that into you. So anyway, um, KG, <laughs> forgive me. I saw your comment. I'm doing great, bro. Good to see you back from vacation streaming. Yes, glad to be back and doing it. So, man. Um, <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> what, what do we do? So, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> so we can... We can keep this thing going, but if you're listening on podcasts, I hope that encouraged you too. Amen. Amen. Man, you know, we I, I we just flow here. So like I said, we'll we'll pause. And so I, again, and so back to this title. This title. <laughs> People <laughs> and, want to know what that is. So back to this title. Lust. Okay, doing the full circle back. Lusting is more than sexual. Um, lusting could be over things. It can be mm. <laughs> over people, not even sexually, just over what people have. Mm. Um, envy, greed are kind of under this umbrella of lust. And the question is, is it a sin? And we're going to dive into that. And what inspired this conversation was me grinding for masters. And I had this moment where I just, I just felt like giving up. I lost it. I got mad, broke a pair of earphones. I got two earphones now. I was tripping, bro, yesterday. You know, I was a little upset. I got in my immaturity because I was watching clips of Apex mm. <laughs> out of town, thinking, got you, says, love you. I'm thinking, I can be that. I'm like, what makes them different from me? I, I'm get back, I'm a train, and I'm going to do just that. I'm going to do that. And man, I got here, and let me tell y'all something. My aiming was so whack. I was so mad myself. I was upset about aiming. I'm trying to get this whack word out of my vocabulary. My <laughs> aiming wasn't to my um, expectation. I yeah. died could have been better. Mm-hmm. I died was better. <laughs> right? right? You know? And it was not. I I just... It was just I was not shooting right. I was getting tore up. My teammates were just crazy. <laughs> and... 
I was mad. I was like, I thought this would go better than this. I thought this yeah. would go the way I saw it. And I find myself having a rage fit through my headphones off. Slam my desk. I said, I just can't win. I just can't. I just can't ever get better. Mm. And I was just so upset. And um, I ended up, I actually ended up getting prayer for my wife. Uh, my neighbor lives up, upstairs. He's a member of our church. I got some prayer. And y'all know the rest. I did stream yesterday. And I had a couple moments on stream. You know, but for the most part, I realized after talking to you, <laughs> I was lusting. I had expectation on what I thought something should be. Right. Because, you know, like you said, lust is not just this sexual thing. Lust is any strong desire. Right? Mm -hmm. Anytime you have this strong desire that controls you, that has you um, out of character, out of, you, you're not able to reel it in, then that is lust because God has given us the ability to desire things. Mm -hmm. But these desires are supposed to be tempered by self-control. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. And see, lust is when the, 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 the barrier of self-control is broken. Mm. And you snap through there, and it's just, I want this so bad that, like you said, I'll break a headphone, I'll cuss somebody out, I'll, you know, step out step out of pocket, I'll, I'll go I'll surf the internet on porn, just looking for stuff, right. I'll, I'll, I'll cheat there, I'll, 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 I'll cheat on my, my money situation, on. I'll, I'll lie, and it, lust will cause you to do all these things because it's such a strong desire and so it's not just with sexual things. You can have lust because the Bible says that that's all that's in the world. Yeah, there's a lust of, lust of the flesh, the lust of the yeah. eye, and the pride of life. Yeah. And so the world is driven by this lust. Ephesians talks about the lust of our flesh and of our mind. Oh, man, we're going to get deep in this thing. And of our mind. And so yeah. you can lust not just from the body but from the mind. That in your mind, you're seeing and wanting and desiring things and you have these vain imaginations and all this stuff that you got to deal with. And the Bible says, you know, not to be conformed to this world, but by, be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you're able to prove what is that good and acceptable, perfect will of God. And so this lust thing, um, uh, it cre creeps up on people yeah, because you don't know that you're lusting because you put lust in the category of sexual sin. So you don't know you're lusting after this house. Yeah. You're lusting after this car. You're lusting after this streamer's success. Yeah, come on. You're lusting after this person's podcast success. You're you're lusting after this person's uh following or you're looking at how many numbers are on this and you're wanting that. You know, the Bible calls that the lust of the eye. The lust of the eye catalogs what I want and 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 and, and keeps it there and stirs up my desire. And so when I see things, I want them. And it's like you said, it's not just sexual. There's a lot of things. Somebody could come in here yeah. and see your setup and lust after it. Yeah, I want it. I want and go back home and try to recreate it and 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 lie, steal, cheat, you know, not pay their bills, all to get the stuff that you have, and you're thinking, I don't even want this stuff. See, <laughs> I want to talk about that because, you know, when we talk about the lust of the flesh and the lust of the eye, I just want to focus on the lust of the eye for just a second. We, have you ever heard things like, hey, I just want it 
So I, I worked my butt for I grinded for it. Right. It, it, this is going to be a little scandalous for some of you guys. Some of that could be possibly the lust of the flesh. Because I was just listening to a guy, I, my favorite YouTuber right now for Apex. You know, and no disrespect to him. If you might watch this, I love Crazy Ratchet. Favorite Apex streamer of all time. People, are like, he's not even the greatest. I don't care. He's just irritating. He's good. <laughs> but you know, I was watching his story, and he talked about how he got into this becoming a YouTuber. And he's just like, I just made my mind, and I, I I went to the gym in the morning, and I did my videos. I worked a nine to five, and I, you can do this too. You, and, and again, no disrespect to him. That's just his story. But. That is the perfect idea, and it's so innocent, right? Mm-hmm. Of the lust of the eye, because me listening to that, I got two options. I could say that's a good, that's some good content. Hey, bro, I'm rooting for you, or I do something internally. Well, if he can do it, I want that. I want that too. So I'm going to do whatever it takes mm. to get that, and mm. I'm guilty of that. I was I was out like I said, out of town again, watching streamers play Apex. I can't play season ten, so I'm seeing what's going on with it, and how this girl I'm watching on stream because you know I'm just I'm just I'm just like trying to see what's going on with the news, man. And man, um, she had me. People subbing to her. She said it's her full time job. Ariel listened to her. She was like, man, that must be nice <laughs> making your own schedule, right? She just mm-hmm. oh yeah, I got get off and take care of my daughter. You know, for a little bit, we're gonna meet her. Gonna watch some Disney. Uh, we're gonna watch some Disney films. <laughs> <laughs> My wife looking like, man, babe, I can't be an entrepreneur. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking. I'm looking like I can't wear myself. <laughs> and there it is. That fast, the lust of the eye, envy's kicking in. Right. And you're like, I want that. So you know, even listening to that, and I, I like. I like what you're saying. You got something from the stream? Yeah, KG is asking a good question. How do you determine if you're lusting versus working for a goal vision that you want? I'm glad you asked this question because yeah. this is where we're working to. Because yeah. I'm I'm not going to say I have to answer this. You guys are just... I'm just inviting you in to the conversation I'm having that I'm working to right now. And I'm just highlighting things I've already learned. So let's go for that question. And, you know, and he asked the question that I was going to pose in a different way. Same type of question is distinguishing between lusting and being motivated. Hmm. Right. Right. You know, what's the difference between them? Is there a difference? And so the, the question, I think, is a great question because it starts with what is the motivation? So if I don't understand what my motivation is. So as a as a as as first and foremost, a disciple of Christ, a follower of Christ, a Christian, a member of God's called out people. My life is governed by a desire to fulfill his will. Hmm. And any time his will gets pushed to the side for what I want, I'm in a dangerous place because now. I'll begin to grind for what I want. And God is pushed farther and farther and farther out of the picture. 
you know, and if I try to keep him in the picture, it feels like I'm in conflict with him uh -oh. because you can't serve two masters. Yeah. Yeah. And so you're thinking, well, I want to serve God, but I want to go for my dream. I want to go for my vision. I want to, you know, and, you know, because we've been kind of taught, you know, that you have to have a dream, that you have to have a vision, that you have to have these goals for your life. And in that, what we're doing is we're being taught to bring God along for the ride. Uh -oh. And so, God, I want you to bless my dream, my vision and my goals instead of God. I want to fulfill your plan, your purpose, your will for my life. And I want to be praying into fulfilling that. And if this world's goods come along with it, if these things in this world are accumulated by fulfilling your purpose, then I understand that even those goods, those things are not for me, they're for your purpose. But if I separate from God and I go after right. my purpose, my plan, my idea of what uh, I want, then what happens is I begin to fall into the lust of the flesh. Yeah. And I, I fall into the lust of the eye, you know, and I get into that place of pridefulness. Exactly. You're good. I just want to put it over here. So... I will put this more straight. But yeah, yeah. Um bro. We've been duped. And sorry for the turbulence of the camera. Hoodwinked. Hoodwinked and uh and yes. like I say, bad boozled. <laughs> Run them up. Run them up. Okay. <laughs> because yes, that's that is the literal thing that rises up inside of you. It's well, how can I get God to agree with this? Mm. Or if I know God necessarily doesn't agree with it or he has a plan of vision now we have a problem right me and god have a problem and that's exactly what, what happened i was mad as i was having my little temper tantrum i was like man how come god they get this <laughs> this girl up here listening to take me to the king or listening to um what was the song, babe? Um, can you hear me? Father, can you hear me? And man, she cussing people, our stream, banning yeah. people. They sub it, and I'm like, Lord, what, 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 what? <laughs> you know? And God, you got me looking like this. So now, now me and God have a problem. Right? We got beef. We got mm -hmm. beef. And man, I, I think. We had to boil down to the lie. A lot of people have problems in Christianity today. When they, because a lot of them hit this crossroad. I feel like a, this crossroad is here all the time. Is either you're running away from it because you don't want to look at it, or you just walked away from it. You're like, I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not going to deal with it at all. Or you didn't actually realize that it was a thing. Uh, yeah, you know, because yeah. depending on what type of Christian culture you come from, it may, you may think that. My personal, private success and prosperity are what God wants. Yeah. And if I'm prosperous and I'm successful, then God is blessing me. Right. But the goal is not just for me to be prosperous and successful. The goal is for me to preach the gospel to all the world, to strengthen other believers uh, in, in, in the streaming, in podcasting, right. in book writing, music, 
media, uh, people that are working a nine to five, whether they're in an office or wherever they are. Uh, my that That's my goal. And if uh, there is fame that comes along with it, you know, in my book, Hand of God, I talked about how Joshua never went after being famous. Yeah. But the Bible says that his fame went out through all the nations. And the reason why is he was just being obedient to God. He was just doing what God told him to do. Joshua didn't have a dream. Come on. That that right there. He, he didn't have a vision. That's scandalous. He had no dream. He had no vision. He just was being obedient to God. Because people say, wait, well, what about what I've been taught? David had no, <laughs> David had no dream, no vision. <laughs> yeah. He just was being obedient to God. David didn't go in and say, okay, I'm going to be the greatest king of Israel. And he never said anything. He didn't like even that. know. He didn't even, he wasn't even supposed to be king according to what everybody else yeah. thought. Yeah. A as a matter of fact, Samuel, the prophet, didn't even know he existed. Exactly. And the other brothers looked like a better candidate. But the guy who was going to be the king, who was going to become famous for the name of God, was sitting in the back cleaning sheep. And see, he had no vision. All he did was be obedient to God. And for the modern day person, that's kind of scary. Well, it is because we, we've been taught to even operate like a David, right? Let's just go ahead and just target right. him for a second. That's crazy. You don't got no aspiration. Right. You just cool being in the back of your daddy's house taking care of sheep. Right. You know, for us... You just cool with, I don't know, you might be at, at your parents' house right now, helping your parents out, working. It's all you have for your life. You're just cool being an Uber driver, streaming barely. That's okay with you. You want to be great. You want to be big. <laughs> right. There's something wrong with that. Right. And we need to challenge you to want those things. Mm. Right. Because to say, well, actually, it's okay if I don't know. Right. Because God knows. Right. And I'm just content with following him. That's crazy. And Christianity. I'm just going to, you know, I'm not trying to pick on the church because, you know, I love the church. But this is where we're at today, culture, and we, I'm hoping we're growing. We're going to grow out of this place, right? Right. Um, that's being taught. Those are, uh, I'm going to go ahead and say, and this is being lenient, I feel like. A good 80% of sermons are taught that. That it's either you do this for God to do this. Mm. Or um, you need to have a vision of what God, how can I put this? Of what God is doing. Because if you don't have that, your vision for what God, here we go. If you don't have a vision of what God is giving you. Then you're aimlessly walking. Well, yeah, we, we, we've gotten clever with it. Yeah. Because it started out, you got to have a vision for God to bless it. And then we started learning, oh, well, you got to have a vision from God. Uh-oh. You know, you know, God has got to give you a vision and dream. So we're going to seek God. Huh. Oh, yeah. For there we a go. vision. There we go. For a dream. Yeah. For this, for that. And. Reading the Bible, you never see that. Yeah. Moses didn't seek God for a vision or dream. David didn't seek God. Solomon didn't seek God for a vision or dream. Solomon said, I don't know what I'm doing. At all. So God, <laughs> you're going to have to give me wisdom and discernment because I have no idea. You put me in here as king and I don't know what it means to be a king. 
Yeah. And <laughs> people say that, that that's crazy. You God doesn't do I, I love how we uh Habeka, man. I, I well I look at Habeka sometimes to shake my head about how we just butchered that scripture. Oh man. Write the vision, make it plain. We'll even finish it. Right. And we'll get to the so that they might run with it. Those who might hear it read it might run with it. We just right. get to write the vision, make it plain. Right. Stop. And it's bad. Like, okay, if you don't have a vision written down in your house, you'll have a vision for your marriage. You'll have a vision for your streaming ministry. Come on, talk to my streamers real quick. Your business. Uh, you'll have a business for your your uh, business, um, your kids. Okay, let me let me bring everyone into this thing. I'm going to even go ahead and say your marriage, your, your, your church. Your church. If you'll have a vision written down. Then, brother, you are in disobedience. I've heard it said to me like that. You're yeah. in disobedience. How can God bless that if you haven't rolled it down? And so you have this mysterious power to write things down and things happen. Right. And I believed that for years. I was like, okay, well, maybe I should write things down. Maybe that's why things are not happening in my life because I haven't rolled it down. You know, maybe that's why my relationship with Thomas Dating is so bad because I haven't wrote us being married down. And I really got mad. I rolled it down. <laughs> And I'm like, it's like, girl, I'm more crazy. I love you, baby. Well, we but were, it's like, you know, it's well, like, what's we were, going on? We, we were taught that when we took counseling, uh, when we took a counseling before we became pastors, we were taught that you've got to write this vision down. You've got to write down what you want your marriage to look like. You've got to write down your goals, your three-year, your five-year, your 10-year goals. Yeah. And, and that's how you're going to order your life. And when you begin to question, well, where's God at in that? They say, well... Yeah, he's going to bless you because you've written the vision down. And then you go and you actually read the scripture they're quoting. And it's not write the vision down so that you can run with it. It's write the vision down so those that read it, they Uh can run with it. So it's not even about you. But somehow we've hijacked this verse and made it about us in Habakkuk 2.4. And it's like, wait a minute, let's read the context of that. That's not even talking about that at all. This is God correcting Habakkuk for coming to God, coming to God and asking a question. And God said, well, let me show you Mm. what it is that you're missing. And while you're at it, write this down so that those that read this Mm. can run with it. So it wasn't even about Habakkuk. It was about Habakkuk doing what God asked him to do. And that's what you read in the Bible. See, told y'all the chat's quiet. huh? Chat got quiet. I think I think they're they're processing these 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 truths because these teachings. I'm not gonna put them in the church, but these teachings that I pray that we've all have become accustomed to. And if you haven't, I'm praising God for you. Amen. You get Woo. a clean slate. A clean slate. Wow. But if you've been accustomed to this type of teaching, I'm afraid this teaching sets you up to lust. And it's crazy because the teachings of today are teaching us to stay more in the world and not be called out of the world. Because mm. remember, we talked about this a little bit briefly in my video. Um, I'm about to release another one. How the church is an ark. A chosen generation, royal priesthood, we're called out of the world. Mm. This world is perishing. You guys mm. hear me say it while I'm sharing the gospel with every stream. This world is perishing. It's the what's what's the Bible call it? Perverse. Mm. It means without Holy Spirit, without God, without the oil of God. I'm like, man, 
it's lacking God. Mm-hmm. And its destination is the burning rot, and those who are in it will be separated from the Lord permanently. For eternity. Eternity. So that's the fate of this world. But it seems like the more teachings I hear are to keep us in that. And now that I'm working two jobs because the Lord is telling me to work two jobs because I need a financial blessing. The Lord is telling me to take this job that's paying $18 an hour. And no shade to anyone listening because the Lord is calling me to do this. But it's pulling me away from the church. It's pulling me away from, from, from connection. And if this is you, I'm not coming for you. I'm just getting you to think about some things that, that have been presented to you. How does that accomplish what God said about being called in the world? It, so, wait. God wants me in the world out of the world. <laughs> right. Which one is Which it? Which one is it? Right? And so, we, we have to find what the truth is. The true, and we, me, me, um, you've been, me and you and Willie have been talking about this. We're discovering the true promises of God. And mm-hmm. how powerful they are! I got a quick comment. Yeah, I know. You, I know you. Um, <laughs> I know you. You. You, you said on something. I've been taught the same way. Find a vision, write it down, and pray on it. Yeah, that's, bro. That's dangerous. Yeah, that's that's what that's what we've, we've been taught. You know, and I think at the end of the day, you know, um, and you talked about that. You talked about you know uh, the promises of God, and you know. Uh, I'm let the cat out of the bag. <laughs> okay, we get in a treat. We're, you know, we're going to be uh, starting a series um, at our church in September, and it's going to be two months Ooh. of the promises of God. Oh, I get to get get early, get ready early. Huh? Yeah, so you get, you you're hearing it early, and this was a tough assignment for me to begin to catalog the the promises of God. Right now, I'm probably at whatever, where I'm at. 31. I found 31 genuine promises of God to His people. But in doing this, I, I probably got rid of about 30, 40. That's crazy. Because wow. there were things that people were saying were promises, but they weren't. They weren't promises, and it's like, why? How did you? How did you read that that was a promise when it is not? promising you're just making it into a promise because you're saying well it's in the bible then it's a promise so that means anything i open up to in the bible is a promise for me man that's but that's how people read and that's how people read that's how people read that's how people read you know um one of the one of the ones right now that i am you know currently you know really enjoying is the promise of closeness to god man the bible says in james chapter 4 and verse 8 he said, if you draw nigh unto me, I will draw nigh unto you. This is this is God saying, That's a promise. you draw nigh to me, you come close to me, I'll come close to you. And so he's promising you closeness. Man. And so now I can feast on this, this promise of intimacy with God, this promise of connection with God. And it's like, wow, this is good. You know, the promise of comfort. The Bible says, blessed are they that mourn. For they shall be comforted. He's making a promise there. And these type of promises are the ones that are overlooked. Yeah, because I think <laughs> if the world is our callous of the promises, right? we overlook these 
like when you said that, the closest of God felt the, the power. Like, yeah, yes, yeah. so much <laughs> love. Like, like because you you kind of overlooked that, right? Because right. so many other stuff we're chasing after. Like, I had a pause on wait. If I go after God, if I draw close to Him, He'll draw back. Mm. Like you get it over there. <laughs> I hear her. I hear her. Like you know, it's like man, and it's overshadowed because I want to give you promises about your marriage, your kids. I have a quick story. Um, <laughs> since you're talking about this, and it was it was crazy because you guys know I'm on IG. And by the way, shameless plug, me, Pastor and Willie, we're going to start doing reactions to sermons. Mm-hmm. We're going to bring our Bible out. So some of your interests, I'm going to tell you right now, you want to go for a couple places for this. Got a couple options. Follow my IG, because I'm going to post it on my IG, um, IG videos. As you guys know, I'm more active on IG. I'm posting gameplay series. Conversations like this on IG, and I will be posting those reactions on there. I bring that up to say I had a running with a certain pastor online, <laughs> and it was uh, I was trying to mind actually was mind my own business. Believe it or not, I wasn't looking for a fight. It came to me. Um, I, I followed this comedian, and she was using this pastor in a sketch, and the things this pastor was saying. We're about the promises of God. <laughs> the second meeting was agreeing. And I was sitting with an apostle. We were both listening. I'm like, I don't think that's right. Mm. And he said, well, you follow her. You should say something. Right. And I was like, I don't know if I want to smoke. He said, then why is this on your page? Right. Why are you listening to You me? have a responsibility, <laughs> right? And I'm like, you're right. So I say, I say hey, I... You know, respect you and you as a comedian and no disrespect to the pastor. But I think we got to be careful using these promises because we need to prove them scripturally. And man, y'all, I'm telling you right now, the smoke I got was incredible. (laughs) Man, so first off, the comedian was following, what Bible you read? That's what she starts off saying. I said, well... I read the Holy Bible? <laughs> right. There's only one Bible? It's only one? I guess um, there's different translations, I guess. <laughs> right. And so I, I'm i just letting you know. So you read the whole Bible back and forth. I'm like, yeah, I actually have. And unfortunately, these are not in the Bible. And they're interjected by us to make the Bible fit to what we want. But that's not how we should read the Bible. So uh, the pastor jumps on immediately. The guy who was speaking to her <laughs> jumps on and says, um, "Don't listen to this haters. These haters. <laughs> He's monthly. This monthly. Call me a monthly member. Monthly I'm, member. I still don't know. I still don't know what that is. Call me a monthly member. What's a monthly member? I have no idea. <laughs> and um, little does he know, there's over a hundred scriptures on prosperity and marriage." Oh, and so he, you know, I'm like, okay, and like you guys, I'm not hostile. I didn't cuss him out. I didn't pull Apex. <laughs> I'm working, y'all. I'm growing. I was, I was, I was, I was really remaining in the Lord. I was like, Lord, I'm not gonna come at him. I'm like, this comedian has a big audience. I'm among all these big comments. Everyone's zeroing in on me. I kept calm. I said, Well, sir, 
Um, I'll be kind to believe you if you can provide scripture. Right. Proving your point. That's all. Man, this dude got back on. Says, um, well, actually, he did comment. His members started commenting. Right. He ran. He, he, I still haven't got a comment today. If that's post, <laughs> it got so out of hand, I think the comedian removed the post. Um, but members said, he don't have to prove anything to you. And then as I say, he's not proving anything to me. I'm right. just saying he's saying the promise. Because let's say I'm an unbeliever. I say, this is crazy. Because if I was an unbeliever, I'd probably, man, this is probably how people start thinking church folks are so hateful. Right. You know, I ask a pastor a question. And if I'm a member of your church monthly or, or not, right. Um, right. I still should get an answer to this. Right. Because what if I want those promises that you're talking about? Let's say I'm actually buying what you're selling. I'm going to say it that way. Right. Where's the documentation? Where's the receipts? What? Come on. Right. So I'm just supposed to follow you aimlessly in what you said. And I'm like, that is so wrong. And I, you know, I didn't argue much long. I got one more point. They call me. He, he, this dude has some people on his side, man. You remember profile is? Oh, he's a gaming pastor. Right. What is that? We oh, <laughs> that from what a gaming pastor. And I'm like, yeah, I'm a pastor that's called to reach those who game. Right. I don't know why we're making this a a thing, a political thing, <laughs> like hierarchy. I'm like, and guess what? If one of my gamer viewers asks me a question, I'm not going to tell them they're a monthly subscriber. Right. <laughs> I had to subscribe first for you answer. I ain't going to do that to them. I'm answering their question. And, you know, and it goes back to <laughs> even the message on today when I talked about leadership and begin to unpack what the yeah. Bible says. And Jesus, you know, is the best authority on what leadership looks like. And Jesus says that leadership is serving other people. Man, that was so good. Like, that part was so freaking good. Like, we were, we were shouting. And I was like, ouch. Because I hope I'm not, I'm, I hope I'm not, I, you know, um, trying to lord, um, lord over people. Yeah, that's the word, right? Lord yeah. over people. And I was like, okay. But they were, it was really, really freaking good. Because uh, we talked about Timothy. That's First Timothy and I think it was chapter four. I'm not too sure. My notes are in the car. Which I have my notes on me. But it was literally Timothy talks about how to approach a leader. Yeah. If they're out of order. Yeah. For Timothy chapter five. Five. Chapter five. I was yeah. one off. Okay. Because I was like, I took so many notes today. I have three pages of notes. Once you notice. And yes, he talked. He talked about yeah. how Timothy says one person is a hearer. Then bring it to someone else if they're saying it. Well, with the pastor, see, you know, it's different from one on one. One on one, right? You know, if I offend you and you offend me, I go you. Yeah, right. But with the pastor, you're supposed to, in the mouth of two or three witnesses. There it is. You know, so if you have three people, because it says, do not receive an accusation against an elder, yeah. except in the mouth of two or three witnesses. And if this pastor is sinning. Then you rebuke him openly oh, man. in front of the whole congregation mm -hmm. so that others will respect and be reverent. And that's huge because most leaders are above the law, right? Yeah. And that's why this pastor on this uh, particular uh, person's page is sitting back like, you're not supposed to question me. Are you? And this whole idea of not being questioned as a leader, 
is a is is false. Very false. It's actually a stronghold. Uh oh. And it needs to be broken down by God's truth. Because realistically, the Bible says submit one to another. And so as uh people who are who a leader is called to lead submit to that leader, that leader also is submitted to those people. And so if that leader is out of order, then those people are supposed to say, Pastor, apostle, teacher, whatever you are, this is what you taught us and you're not doing it. Right. This is what you said the word said and you're not living that. There should be submission both ways as well as vice versa. Here's what the word says. Let me teach it to you. Now you live it. That same thing goes two ways. The most dangerous thing, and I ain't trying to be scandalous or controversial, the most dangerous thing today, unfortunately, Christianity should not be, it should be celebrated. But the most dangerous thing today is someone who knows how to read their Bible. Because if you go to your pastor and say, well, wait, does this really mean this? You might get kicked out of that church. Yeah, that is it's, it's, it's sad. The bodyguards might show up. Yeah, that's sad <laughs> because this relationship is supposed to be, I love how you said it, symbiotic. It's right. supposed to be knit together. I'm You're supposed to... Give me the word and equip me for the work of ministry. Right. But I'm also supposed to come to you and say, well, wait, I have questions about this. Right. How do I do this? Because how can I function if the person who's giving me the equipment doesn't really give me the equipment? Show me how the equipment works. They're just giving me all this stuff. Or they say, do what I say and not what I do. Right. Mm-hmm. How, how do I grow? You know, Peter says that you're supposed to be an example. Oh, to the man. believers. And so whatever you're asking people to do, you're supposed to be exemplifying that first, not lording over them. And Peter repeats the same words that Jesus said, not lording over those who are entrusted to you. Because Peter was there when that discussion took place. And so he took what he was taught and he taught it to those who were going to shepherd the flock of God. And so if leadership would understand that there's a two-way accountability, that you know, that, that as a leader, I ought to feel so accountable to the people that my life is different. My life ha- ha- looks like Christ, that I'm doing the best that I can. I'm living to the best of my abilities to serve God in a way that leads people the right way, rather than taking my leadership as a license to do whatever I want because I'm the leader. I do that because I'm the leader. Well, I'm, I'm the who they can't say anything to me. Because people always say, you would hear, you would see on YouTube, well, who who checks the leader? You know, somebody posted a video. So who's supposed to check the prophet? Uh, The people who you're prophesying to? Oh, man. That part was also (laughs) funny. (laughs) You know? Because, yeah, no question prophets. But where does it say that? Right. Nowhere does it say don't question prophets. As a matter of fact, it says test everything. Mm. Anything that comes to you, you test everything. Everything you despise, not prophecy, you don't despise it or reject it, but you test it and you get rid of what is not of God and you cleave to what is. You step away, like I, I, ain't, I ain't got nothing to do with that, you know, but this is what is God. And so, everything the Bereans tested Paul, man. Acts chapter 17, Paul is preaching all over the world. He's he, if in our terms, he was a mega preacher. He was big wow. time. Paul was preaching. He, he's selling out stadiums. You know, yeah. Paul is preaching everywhere. And these little Bereans in this little town, Paul comes in preaching. They're like, oh, hold on, Paul. Wait a minute. We're going to take a few days and we're going to study what you're saying. And we're going to make sure that what you're saying is so. 
Woo! If more people would do that, man, man, you would shut down false preachers and false prophets and people that are teaching all this crazy. You would shut them down. So we kind of talked about it, but why do <laughs> you think that's kind of discouraged today? Well, I don't think it's discouraged today. I think right now we're in the midst of a revival where think people so? are actually opening up their Bibles. They're actually, you know, researching things. They're learning how, you know, to use a Strong's Concordance, a Bible dictionary. Yeah. They're learning how to read a commentary or what have you. But what they're doing is they're, they're, they're digging in and they're saying, is that what it says? You know, now there is a huge population of people that just listen to their pastor. You know, and, you know, a pastor, you know, somebody that's like me and says, I don't want you to just listen to me. I want you to take this message, take those notes, go home and check it against scripture. Mm. And if you find something like, well, maybe I wrote that down wrong. I'm going to go ask him about this. You do that because you know what you're going to do. You're actually, as I'm equipping you, you're going to be sharpening me. Yeah. And so as a leader. I'm going to become more accurate and more precise in my teaching and how I explain things. If the people say, well, you taught this and I got these scriptures, but I don't understand it. Then that means I get a chance to refine and work on that and make it more clear rather than, well, you know, you don't, you know, you don't test the prophet. You don't test the, the apostle. You don't, you know, all this kind of stuff. Right. So it's not about my ego no more. No, it's about me serving yeah. in the capacity that God has mm -hmm. called me to and equipping the people that he's called me to equip and them wanting to be the people that God has called them to be. Them wanting to live up to the fullness of the measure and the stature of Christ. Them wanting to be mature. And I want to be mature. And your job mm. is to help me do that. And I want to hold you accountable to it. And then they look at you. Now, I want to hold you accountable to maturing. Man. Mm. You want to grow up? I got to teach you the right thing. And if I teach you the right thing, you ought to grow up. And it's really a beautiful relationship. <laughs> because the relationship that, um, I think it's two big things I was grateful that the Lord did in my life. You know, it's so much, just so evangelistic y'all and we're having we're having a conversation about marriage one of these days on stream <laughs> yeah and how powerful it's in singleness we're going to talk about those things too those things are very powerful things i want people to overlook how those things how god can move in those areas to reach a world but that's for a different time but marriage is one and i have to say discipleship because y'all understand i grew with pastors that were just unavailable yeah they were untouchable and this is probably the beautiful relationship i have because I can go to my pastor, my apostle. Um, I know it confuses y'all sometimes. Like, yes, which one is he? Yeah. But, you know, I call them both. <laughs> you know, hey, I have a question about what you said. Or, hey, challenge me to grow. You know, even the conversation we had before we got on stream. <laughs> right. Some might look at, like, that's crazy. That's intense. <laughs> right. But for us, it's like, well, that's just normal. Um, yeah, I'm going to get corrected. I'm going to learn. I'm going to ask him questions. And then I'm going I'm to take this and I'm going to grow up. Now, that doesn't sound so bad anymore. That's right. not a little joke in between us. No, but, 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 you know, but it's, in, it, it, in, it's yeah. true. When you really I'm grab a hold up. to that, you know, Second uh, Peter, I think it's Second Peter 1, five. He says, be diligent to add to your faith. Yeah. And he get, begins to list all these things to add. And, and this terminology to add is to uh, grow to another level or to another step. And so you have faith. God has convinced you. You're you're now walking, you know, by faith in Jesus Christ. But that's not the end. That's mm -hmm. the beginning. 
See, some people think, I believe now. I believe in Christ. The faith of God now resides in me. Now the work begins. There now you, you begin to live. Now you add to your faith. Perseverance. You add to your faith. Virtue mm. and knowledge and self-control and goodness and brotherly kindness and love so that you are never going to be unfruitful or barren. You're constantly adding these things. A lot of people just, I'm saved. Mm. And the rest of it, I just struggle with. Mm. There are people struggling with self-control from day one, 1955, <laughs> to mm. day 75 <laughs> in 2021. It's like, how long are you going to still be struggling with self-control? Right. How long are you going to still be struggling with what virtue and knowledge of Christ? Well, how long are you going to just stay an infant? You know, the Bible actually speaks to that in Hebrews. He says, man, you guys should be teachers by now, but you need somebody to teach you the basics all over again. Mm. It's like, what's going on? And mm. most people won't challenge that. Because in, in, in most church environments, as the pastor, you like that you're the smartest person in the room. You actually want to be the, the guy, you know, rather than, man, I want to sit back and watch you guys do this. I want to sit back and grow people that I don't have to answer that question. Pastor TC's got it. And him look like, yep, uh, here we go. That's wrong. Not me. Uh, me? <laughs> I would be uh, so offended. Yeah, because you're, 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 <laughs> you're so spending offended. all this time teaching <laughs> and equipping. <laughs> and like, you didn't bring your, your, your tools to work? What, what is going on here? What, what's happening? Yeah, And I think that's the side of the other side of the coin. We talked about the pastors. But we, we're not talking about people receiving these words mm. and then doing something. It's just like, well, that was good. It made me feel good. Now I'm just putting this right back down here. I'm not going to do nothing with it. Mm. No, we're a, a true leader. Is our, you know, you, you just, I'll say a true leader. It doesn't matter. Fivefold, when you're right. being equipped, there's nothing greater than when you see someone, I even say, I'll go ahead there and say, even struggling to walk out what you've given them. Like, a lot of people I meet with, they're like, I'm just struggling with this. And on the inside, I'm like, that's amazing. Because you're taking what the Lord's giving you. And you're making something out of it. You're not, you're not just sitting on it. You're, you're, you're challenging it. You're, you're growing. And there's some people that you was watching to get it. Right? And you're like, man, Lord, that's amazing. And there's such a peace. Yeah. Because you feel like the people of God are going to be in good hands. Yeah, you know, um, I you know I was a coach for many years, and one of the the greatest blessings of being a coach is seeing one of the kids that you coach in little league play college football. That's that's amazing. Or play professional football, man. Because they took whatever it was that you gave them at that little age, and they were able to carry that into. You know, success. Even playing at high school, I would go and check out, like, oh, where's so-and-so playing? Where's such-and-such playing? I'd check up on all my players to make sure. And so this was always in me to want to not just coach you, but to want to grow you so that when you leave me mm. and got to do this on your own, you can be successful. 
So it's not about you having to be, uh, you know, it's me, 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 me. You know, when you're in trouble, just call me. When you got a question, call me. No, I want to equip you so that you can tell me about it after you're done. And this is the way I answered it. And I'm like, man, you hit it. That was, man, I, I, wouldn't have done, I wouldn't have done anything different. You know, if, if there was a little improvement, a little tweak, we'll do that. But pretty much, you nailed it. You know, that is a great feeling. Whereas you see a lot of, a lot of churches that are set up mm-hmm. in such a way that there's this mega star yeah. on the stage yeah. and everything's about the church is their ministry. I, and Instead of them equipping the church to do ministry. Because I think, you know, even being a pastor over a streaming community, that's my heart. And I'm asking God, like, how can I equip people, empower people, even though they're watching? Right. To do that, to, to go out and say, hey, this is what I got. Let me share it with you. And then they, they bring someone back, and they get equipped. There it is. You know, it's like, that's how I've been thinking, you know. And, there it is. And I think that's why yesterday was big for me. Because it was like, I realized, I'm like, wait, me grinding the masters is not a sin, but my focus is just that for the channel. Then that's, that's a shame, and, that's in, and we're in trouble. Because how is master going to cost someone to come out of darkness right how's grinding masters going to cost someone to to what relationship with god or if they are a christian how's it going to challenge them if they are a streamer to um literally let god govern their channel how and those were big for me and that's why i was like you know i i me and pastor i'm doing this for the way whack that's why i was like that's immature now i'm saying the right word that's really immature. Right. It's really linear. And God's bigger than that. You know, and yeah. what's interesting is that when you think like that, the things that are really a blessing, they kind of are fading stars. Yeah. Right? You know, the fact that I know personally that you have led people to Christ on your channel, that yeah. you have inspired other streamers to go start Bible studies. And yeah. These are the things that you would think that would be the testimonies, right? But a lot of times in 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 Christendom, there is this more lean leaning to, well, I, I just hit five thousand, you know, subscribers, or I just did this, and it's like in the Book of Acts when Paul went out preaching, and he came back to the churches and they gathered together and he told them everything that was happening. He was not talking about how many people were following him. He was talking about how many people were following Christ. And that was what he bragged on. That's what he boasted in. He said, if you do any boasting, do your boasting in the Lord. Right? And so uh, us getting to the place where like, you know, it's more important the comments that I get about how the stream is blessing them or who I prayed for. And we'll get so caught up in the analytics of it. We'll get so caught up in the numbers, you know. Um, <clears throat> I'm looking at the, the numbers on my podcast. I never even tell anybody the numbers on my podcast. Hmm. Even when I'm bringing other podcasters on there, they say, well, do you know my listenership? I said, no. I don't look at your listenership. I'm looking to fellowship with you and bring this gospel message to people. And hmm. what I heard God saying between us <clears throat> is that we're going to touch people with this with this particular podcast episode. And what happens is, 
I never even thought that I would be the one helping other people to build up their listenership. That's I always, crazy. I always thought that you know it'd be somebody helping me, and I have. I've had people treat me the same way. People with huge tra- channels say, "Yeah, sure. What time?" Like, what? You're not going to ask me listenership. You're not going to ask me to fill out a form right. or nothing. Just, hey, what time? Let's put it on the calendar. Like, and that's how I treat it. I treat people because I learned that, like, this is what it's about. It's about getting the message out there. And so it's not about my listenership. It's not about my viewership. It's about what is God doing and how is he impacting people and how are people coming to know Christ and how are the saints being strengthened, equipped, edified to go out and do. And when they come back to you and say, hey man, I started my Bible study, that ought to be more exciting than uh, 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 1,000 subs in one night. You know, and, and I want to I say, God, you know, ask, and to ask God to forgive me and strengthen me be more like him, right? I want to thank God for Razor. I know he's, he may not be here, but every time I got a Razor in my Discord, because I am so lazy in my Discord, but I see him go live on my dashboard, and it's Bible study, and he, now he got like two Discords, one for prayer, he got one literally for anxiety, depression, and scripture, and I'm like, Lord... He, he and every time somebody's like, yeah, you know, TC is one of the ones that inspired me, yeah, to do this. I'm like, bro, why am I making this less important? Right? What is that? What why, is that? Why like, is why isn't that something that you say, hey man, I want you guys to keep praying for this guy Razor, right? Man, he's doing a great work for the Lord. You know, I came into connection with him, and God bless bless me through my streaming to you know inspire him. And I want to pray that more things like that happen. Yeah, that convictions hitting y'all. I'm just you know working, and that's and 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 that's that's what it's about. And it's really it's something that you got to keep, you know, recalibrating yourself too. Because again, this is why you got to be careful what you're looking at, what you're listening to. You know, the Bible says, "Blessed is the man who walks not." In the counsel of the ungodly. That's mm-hmm. one of the promises of the Lord. That you are blessed if you walk not in the counsel of the ungodly. Nor stand in the way of sinners. Nor sit in the seat of the scornful. But your delight must be in the law of the Lord. And in it you meditate day and night. Here's another promise. And he will be like a tree that is planted by the rivers of water. And he will bring forth his fruit in due season. And his leaves shall not even wither. Mm-hmm. This is the promise of God. And so instead of seeking after, because we know that the sons of this world are more shrewd, mm. more cunning when it comes down to the things of God. There it is. There it is. <laughs> we know that they're more shrewd, more cunning than it comes down to, than it comes, comes to, you know, between the sons of this world and the sons of God. They're, they're more shrewd and more cunning. Mm. And we're supposed to be looking at their cunningness to make money. That our money is souls being saved, hmm. lives being changed. And so if I'm going to use a tactic, the, the, the tactic is going to be to get this gospel into somebody. And so that's going to be my driving force for wanting to hit 20,000 uh, subscribers or, you know, not to, and this is why the Bible says that, you know, for elders, you don't want them to be a novice. Come on. Because they'll fall that, into, because they'll fall into pride. All of a sudden, the head to get big, and all of a sudden, <laughs> and he's saying, "No, you got to stay humble. You got to stay a servant. 
You, you, you have to not want dishonest gain. You actually want to do this because it brings fame to God's name. You know, um, yeah, that, that to me, you know, is, is a difficult, um, a difficult task for a lot of people because they're inundating themselves with the things that we, we asked in men's group, what have you watched this week? Yeah, that part. Either on TV or internet, um, that promoted the things of God or caused you to not want the things of God, you know, Mm -hmm. which, you know, and it's like, whoa, it's like, oh man, that's not the question I want to be asked. Yeah. I think I might have that week. (laughs) Even hearing that question, I'm like, ouch. What do I, you know, what do I spend my time feeding the eyes? Mm. Right. Mm -hmm. And obviously if I'm breaking headsets, (laughs) my eyes are lusting after being good. Yeah, the game after being a master, not not um, God's purpose, not not the saving of souls. Because here's a here's a crazy part of sitting here. Like grinding the masters may not be the problem, but right. what if that is a way for God to reach? But you ain't even thinking about that. You're just thinking, I gotta perform on this stream. I gotta be good because people won't drop in. <laughs> if people are good apex. They ain't gonna want. Listen me, to me. no funky pastor. Me, 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 me. me, me. This all me. I ain't even think about God. I ain't, ain't talking to God. I ain't like, well, God, you want the stream to go? And it, it's crazy because, again, like I said, we're wired mm. to be that way. And it's like the Holy Spirit is constantly trying to get rid of those old wires mm-hmm. and connect the proper wires of God in you. Mm. Trying to like, Kill God's court, and that's why you and Holy Spirit are like beefing, like, bro, like, get off me, like, I'm trying to do me. Holy Spirit's like, you don't got you no more, you die, like, what are you doing, bro? It's like, well, I'm trying to pick myself out the grave. I'm trying to tell you to stay in the grave. You up here trying to get out, man? Okay, hold up, hold up, hold up. This is my boy Wild. Oh, I'm interrupting this disgusting PS5 user. Look at him acting like nothing's wrong. It's me again. <laughs> How you doing, Wild? How you doing, man? Hope you've been enjoying the conversation so far, man. Good to see you. Um, I saw you streaming, man. He, he's he's one of my dudes, my little guys. He's actually streamed because of Ozma and, and me. He became a streamer too. So see, even that should be celebrated. Right. You see how right. you just That's overlook. A wonderful the, thing. You look over those things because you're like, well, I, I want to be. Uh, this is picking on me, so I don't know right. what y'all think is. <laughs> I just want to be masters. I want to be because of Apex because. You know what's going to want to watch me if I'm not good. So, you know, it's just like, it's like, dude, that's so linear. And there's very things that God is doing in people's life and trying to change. Pretty good. Uh, you just rated me? You did? Hang on. Appreciate it, huh? You rated me. Thank you. No, you rated someone else. Oh, okay, you rated somebody else. Okay. okay. I was like, I ain't getting no notification. <laughs> but good. Look at you rating people, bro. That's good, man. Hope you had a great stream. But guys, you know how we do online streams are so hard to end, especially when we talk about juicy information. We're going to give you guys another part of this. I don't know what we're going to talk about next week. But we're going to be talking about some stuff. Like I said, I do have some things I want to present you guys here in the video form on Instagram or even on here streaming. We talk about everything. Um... Don't ever forget, if you have a question about the Bible... Any question at all. You could ask at any point on the stream. 
Even though I'm about to close out, if you ask right now, we will circle to this question. I'm serious. That's important to me. Uh, thanks, my distant cousin, Ozma, and I found found you in the Tito. Yeah, Tito. And for that, he's grateful. And for that, he's grateful. Oh, man, while you touch my arm, man, I'm grateful to have you in the streams, man. You're such an amazing kid. Uh, he called, he's like, man, go call me a kid. I'm yeah, like 27 years old. Right. <laughs> Sorry, man, you kid. I'm just playing. <laughs> no, we're all really have, grateful to have you, man. And that means a lot to me. And that's what we're talking about. This discussion is we lose sight of those things because we're we're less driven mm. by the lust of the eye. Lust of the eye will have you forget the beauty that you already have. Take notes, guys. Yeah, because like you said, like you said earlier, you're yeah. never satisfied. You're never satisfied because you just. And your feet, man. I, I want to let this thing go, but you feed that thing. Mm-hmm. Whatever you're looking at, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you're feeding. So, these eyes have to learn how to look at something different. What do I look at? Well, I look at what God wants, what God desires, and I want. I got one look at that. That gotta be attractive. Yeah. I, I got. I got one look at that, and be like, man, that feeds me, not the other stuff. Because wherever you fed by. I, I, you know, I ain't trying to be this guy, but that's what you'll produce. Yeah. Whatever you look at, that's what's going to come out. Well, that's the promise of God. The Bible says in Galatians chapter 6, verses 7 and 8, that God is not mocked. Come on. That whatever a man sows, that's what he's going to reap. If you sow to this flesh of the flesh, you will reap corruption. But if you sow to the spirit of the spirit, you will reap life everlasting. And so, which do you want? Pick. We gonna be <laughs> songwriters' words. So, um, as you know, we close the stream, and I like to share the gospel, and so it's on me this week. Yep, it's on you. <laughs> so you guys know how we do. So listen, if you've been listening to the stream, man, and you're like, man, y'all talking about some powerful stuff. I, that's me. Some of you might be like, well, what is that? I, I thought that was okay. What do I do? Well, the Bible's very clear. Romans ten nine. It says that we confess with our mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in our heart that, the Lord, that God raised him from the dead, we will be saved. Hands down, you will be saved. Listen, what am I being saved from? Because you're like, well, what am I being saved from? This world is perverse. We talked about the lust of eyes, how we're just driven by going after things. If you really saw and think about that, that's miserable. It'll never be enough. There's just none, nothing that you could ever do that I ever be satisfying in this world. There's always going to be emptiness. And let me tell you where this emptiness leads you to. It leads you to separation from God. This world has an expiration date. It's coming to an end one day. I know people talk about it, but just look around you. Things are fading away as I am talking to you. Mm. People are dying. Things are, are being torn apart. Nature-wise, the world itself is telling you it's coming to an end. I mean... Even look at what we've been through these past two years with this virus. I'm not going to say it because I know how, where we're at. But just think about that. Mm-hmm. This world has one thing facing it. And it's going to be destruction. The Bible says this world will pass away with fervent heat. Mm. Don't share that fate. Jesus Christ died and saved us from that fate. And not only did he die for that, he died so that way we might be with him forever eternally. For God so loved the world, they gave his only begotten son, not to condemn the world, but to save the world. 
He died so you could be with him forever, have a relationship. And they be a part of something powerful called the church. A, 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 a ecclesia, a, a people who are called out together, not by yourself. So you don't have to do this by yourself. That's another thing. We walk this out together and we have eternal life with the Lord. So if that's you today, I'm just going to pray. And you're like, yo, you know what? I want to be saved, Pastor. Can you pray for me? I just want you to repeat it after me. The Bible says also Romans 10, 10. And I love this. And especially after what you just said. Because you draw close to the Lord. He'll draw close to you. But Romans 10, 10 says this too. Those who call upon the name of the Lord will not be put to shame. So if you pray right now, the Lord is going to hear you. Mm. I guarantee you instantly. And he will answer. He will come. He will save you. Mm. He will fill you with his Holy Spirit. Mm. You'll be his forever. And nothing, man, nothing will ever separate you from the love of God. From the love of God. No mistake. Mm. Nothing will ever separate you from him. So I'm going to go ahead and pray. Dear God, so if you pray after me, Father God. Father God. I confess with my mouth. I confess with my mouth. The Lord Jesus. The Lord Jesus. And I believe. And I believe that you, God. That you, God. Raised him from the dead. Raised him from the dead. Father God. Father God. I'm asking you. I'm asking you to fill me with your Holy Spirit. To fill me with your Holy Spirit. And save me. And save me. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Amen. Like I said, if you pray that you are saved, that's a reason to celebrate. I clap. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. I know yeah. that's how I yeah. am. <laughs> I know we brought in front of the mic. Right. But that is a reason to be excited. It's the most best decision you'll ever make in your life. The best. I'm guaranteed the best decisions you, you ever made in your life. I'm telling you, eternity with God is everything. And now you belong to a family of believers. You belong to my family, our family. And we won't turn our back on you. We'll walk with you. That's what we're talking about, this whole stream, coming together and, and, and not doing each other away, but walking and helping us understand what God wants and his word. And that's what you belong to now. No longer orphan or cast away. Mm. You belong to a family. You are a son and a daughter of God. And we're here for you. So if that's you, uh, my wife is always dropping a Discord link in the chat. Hit me up in Discord. We can chop it up some more. We can pray. We can talk. And of course, you always know you find me here on stream. I'm about to stream in like uh, a couple minutes. So I'm going to take a little 15-minute break and get my bearings. I'll be playing some Apex. You know, I'll be grinding to the Masters. And you can even ask me there. You're like, hey, bro, I got some questions. And you can always... That's my my apostle, my pastor, my friend. He, you can always see him. And tell them where they can find you at if they have some questions for you, too. You can find me on the Love Thy Neighbor Podcast Network.wordpress.com. Or you can just go to anchor.fm forward slash Anthony dash Wilson forward slash message. So uh, anchor.fm forward slash Anthony dash Wilson forward slash message. And you can do the same thing to even support our channel. But yeah, man, and, and then go check out. I've got new books out um, on Amazon Kindle. Just look for uh, Anthony Wilson. Um, the Hand of God is mm -hmm. one of them. Um, day by Day, it's a 30-day journal that you can pick up. Those two are brand new this year. I'm actually working on another book right now called Ecclesia, The Called Out Ones. Um, and it's based on this series, the sermon series that we've been preaching through. I've been writing the book as we've been doing the sermon series, so um, I can't wait to uh, see what happens 
uh, once the sermon series is over and I can finish the book and then get it edited and, and then get that out, I think that's going to be very powerful because a lot of the things that we talk about on the stream um, are going to be in that book. And so, yeah, just check me out. The quickest way is to go to the website, the Love Thy Neighbor Podcast Network uh, dot WordPress dot com. Man. Well, all right, y'all. Y'all know how it's been. It's been amazing, y'all. And I am super grateful to be with you guys. Check me out. Also, if you want to spend more time with me, look at more content create, please follow me on Instagram and YouTube. I'm making content for YouTube, too. But really, I'm really hovering on Instagram right now and just making content. Um, I am probably going to start Let's Play on my YouTube. So if you're interested in more Let's Play, because I I want to see Play Apex all the time. So I'm thinking about our Let's Plays that I'm going to do for YouTube. So you definitely want to make sure you subscribe to that. And also I'm posting videos like this on YouTube. I want to reach as much people as possible with the gospel. Do the power of gaming. The Lord is amazing. You guys have been great. Stay tuned. I'll be back in like 15, 20 minutes. I'm going to give me some liquids. (laughs) 